are three things that cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth, said by Buddha. Hey lovers, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Love House. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really like that quote that I chose for this week regarding the truth, what's real, what's honest and honorable, right? And I've just been thinking about how important it is to live life in a clear and a transparent way for the most part because I mean we all have like things that we don't share necessarily or it's not meant to be public information right I guess yeah so but you do have some things that should be shared with like your family right or like your you know significant other your friends you know that you know should be shared with them right because they're directly involved in your life so it's just important I think to be transparent in a few but not a lot of things right just if it really would I think in everything really like I move that way I'm a very honest person I like to move from a place of truth because I like my life to be uh, stabilized I like it to be stable I don't want to be like I don't want to pretend I always say that I don't I don't like to pretend you know what I mean like I don't like to because it's very harmful it's detrimental actually to your soul to pretend you know and it's not and it's not like you know pretending and like oh you you know like you're putting on a brave face or something but like pretending in such a way where it's not it's not or it's not true it's not organic to you or truly you you get what i'm trying to say like it's not even a natural uh occurrence i guess or or effect or change or what i'm trying to say it's like but you know what i mean like say if you don't like onions and then you go to somebody's house for dinner and they have onions and you're like oh man i don't want to tell them no and then all of a sudden you know they make you onions every time now because you lied and said you liked it <laughs> you know like it's important to just be like open when it matters you know when it when it really matters and um I'm thinking about this couple that I saw on a podcast a few weeks ago. And she and the man, they were on, um, uh, they were on a Dear Future Wifey. And 
what happened was there were a couple, I forget how they met or whatever. I remember what was going on. The lady started to go blind. I guess they were dating. And then during the courting period, the lady started to go blind. And so she started ignoring him, right? The man, her potential partner, right? The, the guy, whatever. And then he was just like, he didn't know what's going on. And then the girl was like, oh, you know, she was just thinking of all the, you know, I guess insecurities. Like, who, why would he want to be with me if I, if I don't have sight, right? But she was a very beautiful girl, beautiful lady. And he, she was just losing her sight. I forget why. Um, I forget what happened to her. But um, I, think, I think diabetes, but I'm not too sure. And um, she said that, like, once he, I guess, like, he was just, like, confused. And then I guess once she revealed it, he was just like, oh, my God. He was so hurt. Like, he couldn't believe that she wouldn't share that with him. Right? Oh, my God. I cried like a baby. She, she didn't, he could not believe it. Like, he was so shocked. Like, of course I still love you, you know? Of course I still want to be with you. Like, there's a true real connection here it's not like I'm gonna abandon ship just because this has happened to you and I was like oh my god I could, and, and I was just like wow you know how wow just wow how amazing is that that you know you don't necessarily have to do things alone you know what I mean it, even if they, well she had her parents not to say alone but she had her parents they were just like, well, I guess they liked him. But um, he ended up moving. He ended up, you know, marrying her. And the parents were just like, he just ended up marrying her, right? They ended up getting married. And he even told a story about some lady was like, I guess she had to go to the hospital for something. And some lady was like, oh, how how does she get, look at, look, look at her, how does she get a man and I'm look at me and I'm still single? And I was just like, and, the, and then he repeated, and then I guess she said it again to them. Like, they were like, excuse me? And he was like, you don't have a man because of your heart. <laughs> that you don't have, are you out of your fucking mind? He wanted to cuss that lady out. Like, don't ever talk about his wife, right? And um, she said, and I guess they go through that on a daily, actually. And um, I think they were considering doing, a, I don't know if it was a, not a podcast, but like a reality show or something like that, where they just, you know, follow their lives. I can't remember if they were considering that or something else. But I think she was just like, she didn't want to be bothered or something like that, but I don't know. You know, it could work. It could work. She wanted it to. But and I and I felt that and I was just like, oh, that is so like I always said this, like in marriages, like you shouldn't keep medical secrets. You know what I mean? You shouldn't keep stuff like that a secret. Like, oh, if you're sick, something's wrong. 
it's important you share that with your with your partner with your with you you know what i mean it's important that you share that because that way they know how to deal with you if you're lying, if you're not being transparent or vulnerable about your issues how can they be there for you you know how can someone be there for you but yeah it's important to be cuz the truth is going to come out it's important to be honest because the truth will come out anyway and uh it's just better for people to live a life from a place of of substance and i think truth is that like a place of substance if it's not for real if it's not for real i'm living a fantasy right i'm living a you know i'm living something that's not real and i don't want people to ever feel like that it has to be grounded in a in a solid place so that it can build and be strong and you know and then you get the stuff that you need like if you go to the doctor i seen a meme i've actually i've seen a meme actually where the person was like oh um no 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 fuck that meme it's not even that okay but you know, it's just important. And sometimes you, it's just important to be honest. And if you can't be honest with other people, at least be honest with yourself. So that way you know how to move in your own way to um, help your soul to flourish in a way that will bless you and not hinder you. Because when you lie or you make, or you know, it just, it, it just, it doesn't resonate with you for real. You know what I mean? It's not resonating for you for real. And it can be, it can be harmful. It can be very harmful. And the thing is, there was another quote. Something about the truth will set you free, but first it'll blow your mind or something like that. The truth will set you free, but first it'll blow your head off or something like that. Blow your mind, blow your head off. Some shit like that. Like, the truth is hard sometimes. It's very hard. It's difficult. Sometimes, you know, to tell the truth, depending on what it is, right? So if someone, also, if someone is brave enough to finally open up to you regarding whatever, and it could be, you could be anywhere. You could be in the fucking Coliseum or the fucking, I don't know, could be anywhere. I think you should, it could be anywhere. It could be in the library. You could be in church. You could be anywhere. Whenever coffee shop, you could be anywhere. Whenever a person feels like they want to be vulnerable and open up to you, I don't think you should disread, be like, oh, it's not the time. No, you need to receive whatever they're saying because it is the time, right? And you don't want to be, you want to move life forward for yourself and for your, for your, for your, the person. If you really care about them, like, uh, if you really care about them, you know, you will be there for them and, and try to find a way, you know, it's hard to find, but I'm not saying for people to just go around being vulnerable like that to so many people, because it is kind of hard to find, um, support. It is kind of hard. And, um, you know, 
it's a lesson that I had to learn very early on in my life. How I didn't really recognize it, but uh, I understand it now. Um, that's why I'm so independent. Like, I have to do it myself. Um, or I feel that way. I felt that way sometimes. Um, but yeah. Because, you know, and I don't, I just want people to be open regardless of your past, like to people. You know, you could have done something so wrong, like you robbed, you know, your best friend's grandma, and now you're on the run because the whole family's all after you. And <laughs> and now you're like, oh man, I gotta move on or something. And it's just like, uh, no, you need, uh, you gotta, um, suffer the consequences of that, I guess. If you, if you rob somebody's grandma and you're on the run, it's just like, it's hard to share that truth, right? Oh, I robbed, you know, <laughs> that's a hard truth to share, but can't be hidden for long it just won't be hidden for long your past your past will follow you if you don't deal with it you know what I mean if you don't deal with it so if you would have been like oh I robbed somebody's grandma they beat me up and now I now I only I could only use you know part of an arm or something like that <laughs> it's done you know you've been dealt with but um, <laughs> but if you go, you're on the run. You're going to be running for the rest of your life. This is why I say it's better to live in truth rather than live a lie. Right? Right. Because that way you can heal that error that you made. Right? There's the only way to heal it if it's exposed and it's dealt with in the most appropriate manner. Um, you know, you know, that's how it should be. And also, that's just how it should be. Just be good, transparent people. And you know what I mean, right? In that sense. You know. You know what I mean. <sighs> I think about when if you're in a relationship just just having healing relationships i think it's important to have healing relationships not just some fucking oh we go out to fucking mr chow's together every friday night or some shit like you know what i mean like it gotta be <laughs> it gotta be like some real shit like uh like i was thinking like you know, I was thinking about, like, 
expired experiences, right? Like expired experiences. Like say you were, I don't know. Say you were like, um, say you were like molested as a kid or something. And now you have to be in a adult relationship. Now you have to, you know, people are, you know, you have to be in a relationship. And sometimes you get triggered at things. Like say if you're in a relationship and you still don't feel better about that, it's important to be vulnerable and maybe your partner can help you find the healing that you need regarding that situation. Right? Because it's traumatic. And sometimes you don't know really what you're experiencing until it's over. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. You don't know what the fuck just happen here sometimes you know what I mean and it's just like after a while you start to process and it's like oh my god this is so triggering like oh my I can't believe this happened to me that happened to me and now you have to fucking live a life right you have to live a life you know but you know and, you know, one day you'll realize that it did it. It's not, it's, you know, like happening again, right? It's not, it's not, it's an expired experience, right? Or like, uh, or like, uh, Yeah. Yeah, or like or like if you're if you're meant to leave a job, right? It's an expired experience. You're not meant to be there anymore. And it's okay. But I really wanted to say that in two ways, expired experiences as in past traumas and expired experiences in your current life. Like you know like if you if you know like current current ex current things that you're doing that's expired but like so trauma you're no longer experiencing that even though you feel that way right but you're no longer in that space but you know now you have to kind of yeah, believe in the goodness of life, right? There's terrible things, terrible people, but believe in the goodness of life. But, like, say if you drink expired milk or something, if you drink something expired, let me not even tell that experience, that um, um, example, I mean. But some, yeah, that's what I wanted to say, expired experiences. So I don't know if people, some people are struggling with 
things in their past, you got to let it go. You have to learn how to let it go. Whatever feels most con con uh, most uh fucking what do you call it most most whichever just resonates I guess whichever just resonates best with you. Find a better coping, whatever best copes with you, whatever best copes with you. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted people to kind of figure that out. Um, and then I was thinking about how love matures, right? Like, not only do we mature as people, but, like, even experiences mature. Your experiences mature. Like, even in your career, you mature. You mature in things, you know? Life is about maturing, you know? It's about, you know, really getting a hold of it. And I was thinking about how love matures. Like, in the beginning, it's all butterfly you like oh my god you're my favorite person we laugh so much we talk so much oh my god we do so much together and then <laughs> boom something serious happens and in some people will rock with you you know like oh my god you know you're going through a hard time i'm here for you and or sometimes, yeah, and I'm here for you. Or some people will abandon shit like, oh, you going through that hard time? I got to go. <laughs> ah, which is funny. Which is so funny. Um, but which is so funny. I've had people... I've had people who knew me all my life and a spark of drama disappeared. And I've had people who I've known a few days, few weeks, be like, you're a lot of drama, but I'm a rock with you. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Even though I don't talk to that certain individual anymore, but I appreciate that. It's just certain things that I guess I needed in my soul to know that everybody's not. Like, I was just a lot of drama. That's when I was back then. That's when I had a lot of drama. And it's obvious that, you know, people wanted things that I wasn't really willing to give. So... <laughs> we just weren't compatible. But I just, it was, that was just a good story to share, I think. Because there will be people that want to be there for you. But it was just, sometimes it just won't mesh well, right? It's not meant to be. Um, but, yeah, I think that's important to, to 
Oh yes, allow your allow to mature with the love, not allow love to mature. Cause either way, it has to. Like once all that all the honeymoon phase is over, blah blah blah. Now it's you about to live a real life. You know, you about to live a real life, and now you've um, you get to be with this person every day. And I think as time goes on, life changes for for us, for you, for people, and we will change with it. Like we, you understand what I'm saying? Like it won't be some oh, you, I don't feel butterflies today, so it's over. You get what I'm trying to say? Like it won't be like that. Some people will be, they have to constantly feel uh, airy or whatever. And I don't think true love is like that. I know true love is not like that, honestly. I know true love is not like that. Like, it's not meant to be in some fucking, you know, butterfly world. All we do is have fun. Like, there's no such thing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, true love takes... Time. True love takes compassion, compatibility. It takes compatibility. It takes uh, vulnerability. It takes communication. It takes honesty. It just takes a lot to just be in a true love relationship. You know what I mean? If you really want to love a person, not have a person look good on your arm when you go out or a person to bring home to your mom so it, it, it you know or whatever or whatever you know what I mean but true love like you know like we're gonna live a life together for the rest of our life and it's not you know and the love will mature it'll keep evolving and keep going in the way that it needs to love never stays the same you know, if it's, if your love, love never stays the same. It never does. Um, it gets stronger. At least our love does. It gets stronger and better. But, um, it's true. You know, love matures. I think in the beginning, it's very... You know, it's been a long time. I don't really even know what it's like in the beginning anymore. <laughs> I really don't know because my beginning kind of sucks right now. But <laughs> it's not even beginning anymore. We're not even beginning. We're like in this shit. So it's not even a beginning. But um, I, that's when I, but I do, but that's when I realize love matures. It doesn't, it doesn't stay the same. Like we mature, and the love has to mature with it. Like we get older. Like some people will be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry a kid, an 18 year old, while they're 30, because they feel like, oh, blah blah blah. But that 18 year old, <laughs> will grow up. You understand what I'm saying? but I will be forever young. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. And I don't want to explain. <laughs> ah, but 
it's important to just kind of it's important to allow it's important to grow up I want people to grow up you know grow up I don't want people to sit there being stuck thinking oh it's all about life is about yeah being young and fun when you're young and fun but when you're older be old and fun you know it's okay to be old and fun there's such thing as mature fun you don't have to fucking you know I don't even know if that makes sense. I don't even know if what I'm saying makes sense. But you have to mature with your love. Like say if you get your girl pregnant and then now she has a baby. You have to mature and become a father. It's not, oh, I got to go. No, mature and be a, be a father. You know? Love matures. It's not some, oh, we get to lay up every night and have sex or whatever the, the case is. You know? Love is a, you know, I don't know how to explain if this is making sense, but I really hope it is. It's just what I'm saying. Love matures. It changes, just like we do. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say regarding that. Sorry about that. I'm back. <clears throat> so I've been seeing memes lately where people are talking, you know, bad about the Cheesecake Factory. And it's just like, why? There's nothing really wrong with it. I feel like they have good food. It's, an, it's a it's a nice ambiance. It's nice. It's cute, you know? It's not like, why the fuck would you bring me here? It's not that, you know? I don't think it's that. But a lot of people are saying it. <laughs> um, that girl was like, oh, he brought me on a first date to the Cheesecake Factory. And she wouldn't get out of the car. And I was just like, oh, okay. Oh. And I was just, they just have a big menu and I, I don't think I've ever had anything bad there. I don't know. I don't think so. It's a good lunch spot. I think it's a good lunch spot, whatever. And it looks like that's what they were doing. So she could have went inside. Um, <laughs> then I saw a meme of a guy. I guess he was trying to make fun of the girl. Maybe he don't like it. Or he was trying to be a girl. Like he was the girl and the girl was guy like he was the bad bitch I guess and the girl was just the guy trying to get to know her trying to take her out and he was like oh you brought me to the cheesecake factory hmm if you know if <laughs> and he was just like oh if I would have known I would have dressed down and shit and he got on the phone his friend I don't know I forget it was a good meme it was funny I think but I'm like there is nothing wrong with the cheesecake factory I don't think so I don't know why y'all making a big deal out of it Then I saw that people are talking about the Real Housewives of Atlanta and how the season sucks. And I concur. I agree with that statement. Because I did watch an episode and I was just like, everybody looks beautiful. It's just boring. 
you know? <laughs> it's just boring. And it's just like, I don't, I think they treated the cast bad. Like, the original casting, like, you took them for granted. And it was, it, and now look at you, the franchise, that area of the franchise seemed like it's falling apart. And it's just like, oh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people not really feeling it. People not watching. And it's just like, come on, we all, you all, people think it's just easy. Anybody could do it, but it's not. Anybody can't do anything. You know what I mean? There's designated people for designated things. And it's just like, you can't just be putting, oh, anybody have get this, get this, get this. No, you can't. One of my favorite Jay-Z lines. Oh, one of my favorite Jay-Z lines of all time. Sorry, Poppy. But one of my favorite songs. So I got motherfuckers thinking they may hold. So I said, okay, go ahead. Make another hole. But you can't. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. But it's true. Like, everybody's their own unique self. Even if you're a twin. You can have very much, you're very different people. You can't even be the same person for real. You can't even. Even though you may look alike, dress alike, maybe even talk alike, I don't know. But it, most twins, I don't think, talk alike. Maybe they're sim. I don't know, I can, I don't know. Talk, whatever, you're just different people. You're different people. You're your own individual self. Um... Although you have a bond, but you're just your own self. And then, also basketball-wise, that new season is coming back. That new season looks like it's going to be good. They have all the OGs on that we give a fuck about. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's that's how, you know, we give a fuck about these people. That's how you make good TV. Not some bullshit-ass people that you think we give a fuck. Because they, I don't give a fuck. You know, if I don't give a fuck... <laughs> You know, that I don't. But, yeah, it's important to um, be good TV, good, good, into good fucking shit. Not everybody can make, you know, not everybody, just because they look good doesn't mean we give a fuck. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Then fucking Jada Pinkett Smith, Will and Jada. Y'all know about this shit. Y'all heard about this shit. They've been broken up for years. For fucking years. And didn't tell nobody. Like, why? Why would y'all do this to us? That's what I'm talking about. The truth. You see how it came out? You see how it came out? I told you. Like, don't fuck with me, guys. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to us? After all, you know, after all these years of support and believing in overcoming, you know, the hardest things, you know, you lied to us that you overcame. You didn't overcome them for real. You guys lied. You've been separated and apart, making us believe that y'all were a strong, 
bonded unit that was unbreakable. You tricked us and I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. I'm pissed off about it. You don't do that to us. Why would you do that to us? And it's like, and I said that too. Didn't I say that during the night of the slap? I was like, they must be in a bad place for Will to have done that. I said that shit. Go back and listen, motherfuckers. I said that shit. I said that shit. And it turns out these motherfuckers weren't even together. Which is how bad it was. That's how fucking bad it was. But that's how true the love is, right? Right? That's how true it is. That's why I'm upset. Don't fucking piss me off again. You hear me? Don't fucking piss me off. Ooh. Poor Chris. He didn't even know what the fuck was going on. He's like, well, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Just, you know, goddamn. All I did was compare her bald head to another bad bitch. So, I don't know. Jimmy Moore, I think it was. Poor, poor, poor Chris. It's okay. You still a legend, bro. You still a legend. That moment was iconic regardless. You know? It'll, it's, it's iconic. Sorry it had to be that way, but shit. <laughs> ah. Anyway. I hope y'all... Shouts out to y'all. Don't fuck with me, Jada. Don't fuck with me, Will. Don't fuck with me, anybody. If I say don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me. Just don't do it. Ugh, I'm so upset. Don't ever piss me off again in your life. And then y'all gotta make it up to us. It's not, oh, this is the truth and that's it. No, you gotta fucking, no. We need something else. I might, you know, I might read the book. I don't know yet. I might. But then, anyways, then I wanted to talk about Britney Spears and Plies. I'm like, oh my God, this man is constantly drooling over this girl. And it's just like, bruh, just call her. I don't know, like, just call her or something. You think she's going to come to you you keep thinking she's gonna do it and it's like she's probably the bigger star but you're the man you understand what i'm saying you're the man like you gotta do what you gotta do he go tell him oh i thought britney popped up on me at one of his shows or whatever that he was having and i was just like no she, she you can invite her to a show and she might show up you know what i mean i think she would show up and then you guys will um hang out but I don't think she's just gonna pop up and be like hi plies it's me I don't think she's gonna do that <laughs> you know I don't think so 
You know, have your people call her people. How about that? <clears throat> anyway, shouts out to y'all. May you meet the sky. But, um, yeah. Before I go, I wanted to end uh, this. So sorry for, for, for your loss, you know? And it's just tough, you know, to lose a parent, I mean, anybody really, but a parent, you know? And, um, dang, you know, I'm just praying and sending, you know, well wishes and, you know, you know, to be strong, you know, just to be strong and, you know, celebrate the, the, the good life that he had, right? And, you know, it's tough. He'll miss, you know, he'll miss me. It's just, you know, it's just a hard thing. And I was just thinking, oh my God, Papi's like dealing with this shit and I'm here. And that's one of, you know what? <laughs> I was just like, thinking about I can't believe we're at that age right now and I don't even, I don't even think we really are at that age where parents should be passing away you know even though they are old but it's like damn fuck already you know already and ugh tragic I'm sad I'm, it's, it's hard you know it is very hard and difficult to like continue or I guess process it I remember on the Sopranos and I think this could go for dads too there was an episode where Tony was talking to the therapist about his relationship with his mom. And she said something about, or he said it, something about your mom is a bus that you got off on that you're always trying to get back on or something like that. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> oh. He was just like, you know, his mom had passed on. So he was just, I guess, thinking about how the bus, the bus wasn't just going to come back. It just didn't come back anymore. So it's just important to cherish your parents and your relationships while they're still here. But it's not over yet just because he's gone, you know? It's not over yet. Don't ever think like that. But 
don't ever, I don't want people to think like that. Don't ever think people are gone because they're gone. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> oh, God. get into this week's Bible verse. We're going to be in Genesis 47 verse 12 and it reads, then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with bread according to the number in their families. And when God brought me to this verse, like, I'm gonna read, I always read the whole chapter anyway, but um, 99% of the time, I read the whole chapter. But, um, but, um, when I got to the 12, I was like, oh, God, it's time, for real. Like, it's just time. Because of, I'm Joseph in the situation, in regards to, I always say that, but it's truly time now. In the sense of where you know I've been betrayed by my siblings right in a sense like they was not really me I was betrayed by my siblings and like you know like they turned their backs on me and I blamed myself, right? I blamed myself for it for a long time. But then, you know, you find out. And I never I never stopped loving them. I was just always deeply hurt about it. And obviously, things had to happen for me to have to have gone through my situation, right? Things had to be fucked up in my family. But um, my birth family, right? Because I have a new family. And I still have my birth family, for sure. But you get what I'm trying to say. But um, Joseph went through that similar situation, very similar, where and I, where he he was go he his brothers actually set him up. They actually set him up to where he he was somewhere, and then. Some some thieves or something. They tried to come in, kidnap him or something, and he was like, "Oh, you know, or not kidnap him." There was some type of people or something. They wanted. They were gonna take him. I think they were gonna take him. Something happened to where the brothers. He was like, "Oh, my brothers are gonna come for me. They gonna have my back. Watch. You're gonna." And he had like a bunch of brothers, right? He was the baby, so it's not even like, "Oh, he was the big. He was the baby and had like seven older brothers, right?" And, but they were jealous of him because he was the favorite. So, so, 
the fucking the father's favorite, which obviously. But anyway, um <laughs> But anyway, um so they were very jealous of him and he had a different mom. He had a different mom. I don't know how many wives Jacob had. Two, three, I don't know, I think two. That we know of, right? No, I'm kidding. But um <laughs> But Joseph was from his favorite wife. He was the firstborn from his favorite wife. And, um, well, yeah, at the time he was actually the only born, but he was the, he was the firstborn of his only wife. Um, so anyway, when he was just like, oh, my brothers, they gonna have my back, they gonna have my back. And when he, their brothers came and it turned out that he, they were on the side of the, and he was, and they didn't have his back. And he was just like, oh my God. So ended up having um, to go, he didn't go on the run. They sold him. They actually sold him. That's what happened. They sold him as a slave to these people. And they and he was just telling these people, y'all not going to do nothing to me. My brothers are going to have my back. Y'all can't do nothing to me. And then, the peop and then when the brothers showed up, they didn't have his back and that broke him. I cried like a baby because I know exactly how that feels. I cried like a fucking baby. Oh, Jesus Christ, that shit broke my heart all over again. But um, they sold him and they kept his coat. His, his mom made him this beautiful, colorful jacket. And they, they stole it and they told his dad that he was eaten by wolves or some shit like that. That's what happened to him. And his dad, you know, obviously that changed him. They gave him a lie and it changed his life, right? They gave him a lie that his son died. Right? <laughs> that his favorite son died, right? They gave him that lie. I can't believe this shit. They gave him that lie that his favorite son died and he lived his entire life, his whole life. Um, he lived his whole life depressed that Joseph was gone. He ended up having another son with his favorite wife and the brothers felt so bad they were so remorseful because i don't think they really knew how jo quote unquote joseph's pretending that joseph was dead was going to affect their father and they were like they had they were just like i guess shocked at the consequence of their lie of their action they couldn't come out with the truth because he was gone how could they find him right how could they find their brother he's gone now and they had to live with that guilt for like up until the point when the famine came and they went over to egypt with joseph being second in command and um which is crazy which is because he's you know which is crazy but anyway so then he goes, um, he sees his brothers. Oh, my God. He sees his brothers. Because I also watched the movie, guys, and so I'm talking like this. Um, so he sees his brothers, and um, he goes, um, they don't know it's him. He looks Egyptian. He's, like, darker. He has on Egyptian clothing, the style of an Egyptian. So they don't necessarily recognize him. Plus, he's older now. So they don't necessarily recognize him right away. 
you know, or maybe they believed him to be dead. They they wouldn't even think to look for him um, because they treated him so bad. And um, but Joseph recognizes his brothers. He knows who they are. He sees them. And he's like, but he doesn't reveal to them. He, he realizes they don't know who he is. So he treats them, you know, he still, he treats them, he's still in command. Like he's treating them like, not personal, but uh, I don't want to, maybe business, treating them more business or more authoritative, like they're subjects and he's power. I don't know what you call that, but he's not treating them like, oh, you're, you're, you know, not right away. He's not like, oh my God, you know, he's treating them like peasants or whatever, I guess. And then he goes to them. He starts just pick, talking to them and um, he sees the, the younger boy and he's like, who is this? And he's like, they're like, oh, this is our younger brother because he wasn't born yet when they threw Joseph away, when they tried to throw Joseph away. So he was like, oh my God, I gotta have a brother. And um, another brother, not, he loved his big brothers. He adored them, like he adored them. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, he really felt like they had his back, but he didn't really recognize that they were jealous of him. He was just a kid, you know? What did he, he just thought they were brothers. Anyway. Um, so, he tells them, where's your, where's your, you know, what happened to his parents or whatever, his parents, you know, he's trying to be authoritative, like, what, you know, he's like, well, his mom died, but our father, our father is back home. And he was like, oh my God, you know, my dad, my dad, in his head, you know, my dad, my dad. So he's like, okay, well, we're going to keep this one here and you go back and get your father and you bring him back, but, and you bring him back, actually bring the whole family back. Excuse me. He tells them to bring the whole family back, you know, and he does. And then so they go, it's like 66 families, 66 of them. I don't know if it's 66 people or 66 families. It could have been 66 people and I'm making it up, talking about families. It could have been 66 people total. And um, he goes, he runs to his father. That's when he reveals who he is, when he sees his father. And, you know, he cries, you know, his father is just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You see, the truth was, I can't believe it. My son is alive. My son is alive. My son is alive. My son is alive. And he was old. They said he was 113 years old. 113? Yeah, 113 years old when he saw Joseph again. Oh my God. And he lived another 17 years after that. So I was like, God blessed him. God blessed him to live a life. Know the truth. To know the truth, right? Allow the truth to be revealed so that uh, you can't hide it. It's not even that you allow it. It'll come out regardless if you let it out or not. The truth will be out there. Um, <laughs> Trust me, when something needs to be known... When something needs to be known, it will be revealed. So it's best that y'all keep it, you know, keep it G or whatever. Keep it on 100, keep it classy, keep it nice, you know. It's better that you live a life like that. And, you know, 
And, you know, that's what I advise, right? To be a good person. And I, and I want to say this, too. Like, the dream. Because the dream, God gave him a dream, Joseph. Which I think really sparked the jealousy. He told his brothers one morning, he woke up, he said, you know what, I had a dream last night that you guys, there were like bundles of wheat or something. No, you guys came in front of me and then you guys transformed into bundles of wheat and bowed before me or something like that. Bundles of wheat and then bowed before me. And they were like, us? Bow to you? You know, the baby? No, right? No, no way. Hell no. And um, turns out he was right. It took years and it took trauma and it took a lot of things, but God did show him a dream, just like God showed me one. And years ago, plenty, many years ago, before I set out on my journey, right? Many years ago. So I always knew. I would be something. I always knew I would be like something. Even if I didn't really know what it was, I never knew what. I had to discover uh, my things I like, right? As I as life went on for me, I didn't lay down and be like, oh, these people don't give a, I didn't give a fuck. I kept going with my life and that's what I do and that's what I will always do. Um, but I had to discover who I was and if these people fell off, then they did and I made, new friends, right? Real people. And, um, but I feel like I don't have to do that anymore. It's like I had to go through that to get to where I'm going and stay there. Like, <laughs> like I finally have a constant, or not constant, yeah, a constant, or like a I finally have stability or like Where's stability? Like <laughs> or like a solid place, a permanent a permanent residence, quote unquote, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I don't have to feel like this is going to end, right? It'll end soon because it's not. It'll it'll be ongoing and it'll evolve, but it will never end. Right? Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I love you. Have a good, blessed rest of the week. Bye.